Ladies and gentlemen, start your stopwatches because you're listening to the dispatches on the clock and that means we're going to spend the next 15 minutes or less talking about why if you hear the news that Vodafone New Zealand has rebranded itself as One New Zealand and your first thought is racism, you are the one with the unhealthy race-based obsession, not Vodafone New Zealand. So a couple of weird things happened yesterday. The first weird thing was that Vodafone New Zealand, the telecommunications company, announced that they were rebranding and they were going from the name Vodafone New Zealand to One New Zealand. And uh, I looked at this and I thought, why are they rebranding? Is uh, Vodafone in some sort of corporate trouble? Are they about to be accused of corporate espionage or maybe money laundering and they just want to get out ahead of that game and rename themselves so people hopefully forget that they're a uh, not the same company. It was just sort of very weird. I mean, Vodafone is a name that is known. It has cachet. It's not a particularly problematic brand. It doesn't have a bad reputation or anything. So it just sort of seems strange. Why would you rebrand? But then I remembered, oh, Brendan, don't be so silly. That's the sort of modern corporate environment that we're living in. It's all about branding and PR. And, you know, don't let your actions do the talking when you can just change your name and, you know, you're constantly having to refresh the brand, as they say. Uh, yeah, I, I long for the good old days where we were more interested in people's substance. We were more interested in their deeds than the way they talked about themselves. But that's another story for another day. So that was the first weird thing that happened. They went from Vodafone New Zealand to One New Zealand. Here's the really weird bit, though, and where things just completely got unhinged and went off the rails. Last night on Twitter, we had people who declared that Vodafone New Zealand was basically a racist company, that they were supporting some sort of racial supremacy by changing their name to One New Zealand. Why? Well, because apparently this was the name of a political party, and it was, that had a very brief attempt at trying to gain power here in New Zealand in the early 2000s, and they failed miserably. They tried, I think it was from memory, three different elections. They tried to get power, to they, they tried to get any seats at all in the New Zealand Parliament. And the closest they got was their final year in existence, uh, the 2005 elections. They managed to secure for themselves a grand total of 0.9% of the vote. That's right. They couldn't even muster up a measly 1% of the vote. That was it. And then in 2006, they went defunct. And this party, I don't even know that much about them. I think from memory, they had some policies around um, the, the the Treaty of Waitangi and, and you know this whole idea of we're all one New Zealand. It, it was a meaningless blip on our political landscape. I guarantee you that if you actually went and asked people on the street, well, do you know of the party One New Zealand? They would say, nah, never heard of them. This party has not existed as a thing for almost 20 years years now. It's been quite a long time. But that didn't stop people from claiming that Vodafone New Zealand's new name was racist and they should have thought better and I'm just so shocked and outraged by all of this. 
That's me doing my impersonation of someone's head exploding on Twitter as they heard the news. This is a symptom of a culture that is mired in critical theory and cultural Marxism and is being harmed negatively as a result of it. And it's also, it speaks, I think, a lot to fragility culture as well. People are so fragile now that they they see demons in words and in phrases that just aren't there. It really is moral panic at its worst. It's kind of like someone saying, look, I'm telling you, I've seen the devil roaming in our village. Well, how did you know that it was the devil, Bob? Well, I, I, I saw what looked like two horns, and, 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 and I saw it, the, the, the silhouette of the two horns, through my bedroom curtains late one autumn night. Yes, Bob, couldn't that have been the tree outside your bedroom window in the moonlight and just a reflection of it? Well, it could have been, but I'm confident it was the devil. And you know what else I've seen? I was down at old farmer Smithy's farm the other day. You know the deer farmer? Well, I saw cloven hoof imprints all over his fields. Now, some might say it's the deer prints, but I think it's actually Spring-Heeled Jack himself. He's come back to our village. This is crazy. There is absolutely no link at all between Vodafone New Zealand and any political party that is now defunct calling itself One New Zealand, or there was some other group, there's some other tiny minority entity, I think it's called the One New Zealand Foundation that is opposed to the Waitangi Tribunal Payets or something like that. I don't even know who these people are. That's how insignificant this is. And despite that fact, people are trying to claim there is some racist substance, there is some substantial weight to these allegations. They are utter garbage Vodafone New Zealand is not the one with the problem here. The one with the problem here is the person who looks at this and immediately thinks, racism, I see racism. Now, I don't even want to talk about this. And the reason why I'm talking about this is not because I think we should dwell on the accusations of eccentric people on Twitter. That's not what the big issue here is for me. What I think is noteworthy, though, is the fact that the New Zealand media picked up and ran with these allegations. This is insane, and it speaks to the problems with mainstream media and why we need to be extremely cautious when we are engaging with them. There was absolutely no basis at all for any of this. No basis. Not even remotely so. And despite that fact, No one, no senior editors at the several different media outlets that have run with the story stopped to say to their journalists, hey, 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 hold on a minute, what are you doing there? Stop that right now. There is no substance at all to any of this. This is nothing more than absurd eccentric accusations that people have uttered on Twitter. You can't republish those. This is crazy. They did it. They published it. Why did they do it? Well, possibly because clickbait sells. And in the modern environment, media outlets and corporations are desperate to make money. And I guess anything goes to make a buck these days. And there's certainly something very salacious about accusing a company of racism. Or maybe it's the fact that they know that there is a bit of cultural cachet at the moment with race obsession. And so perhaps it plays into that and they they think there's some angle or something that's worthy of attention there as a result. Either way, it doesn't really matter. This should not have been published. It is not journalism. And this is the frustrating thing about the New Zealand media. When they are on their game and they do good journalism, 
things are good. But quite often what's also happening now is they are producing salacious tabloid clickbait garbage that is doing nothing other than fueling revenue for them but doing, I would argue, social harm. Because the simple fact is that this is a clear example of a very serious or potentially very serious act of harm that could be done to an organisation. Accusing them of racism in the media, it gives credence to absurd eccentric ravings. And the harm that that could do to a company is just, it's its actually quite serious. And the level of division that it sows and propagates within our society, and also it helps people to get stuck in a fragility where they think words and phrases strung together in the right way might actually be racist. Oh, the word one and the word New Zealand, and you put them together and you've got racism. I would argue that what these media outlets have done, and by the way, stuff.co.nz was one of them, they've actually propagated what is clear either disinformation or misinformation here, because these allegations are simply not true. Vodafone New Zealand is a telecommunications company. It has absolutely no link. This name has nothing to do with any of those other things that are being claimed here at all. So when a media outlet runs this story, surely this is a clear example of mis and or disinformation. So what do we do about it? Because that's the really important question. This is madness, and it's not just madness. There is also a harm that is caused by this kind of behavior. So when it happens, what do we do about it? What can we do to contribute to something good in the world and stop this madness dead in its tracks? Well, I'm glad you asked because that's the important million dollar question. It's actually quite simple. All you have to do is break the spell. So someone has cast the spell, you know, bubble, bubble, frogs in the mist. I accuse Vodafone of being a racist. And what happens is it goes out there into the atmosphere and unless someone breaks the hoodoo and breaks the spell, then it just sort of takes on a life of its own and people start thinking to themselves, even good, normally rational people start thinking, oh yeah, well, well maybe Vodafone New Zealand should have, you know, really considered putting the words one and New Zealand together and, 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 and maybe this is, you know, clearly, maybe this is a racist thing now and, and so, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they shouldn't have called themselves this at all or maybe they should have canvassed the experts on Twitter and they could have given their, their best eccentric expertise to this and told them why they would be a bunch of racists if they actually called themselves one New Zealand. And and what happens is that the spell really takes hold until until it's broken. And it's pretty simple to break the spell. All you need is for someone to say, like I'm doing today, yeah, that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. That's madness. These two things uh, are not related at all. The words or the phrase one New Zealand is not a racist phrase. You might have other reasons to critique Vodafone's rebranding. I think it's completely unnecessary and a rather pointless waste of their time and money, but that's a whole nother story. But there is nothing racist at all about this. And so what we need is for people to just break the spell. Whenever these kinds of things happen, I think the best thing to do is just to say, yeah, look, that's just stupid, or that's silly. No, that's nonsense. That's just absolute craziness. And what we can't afford to do is allow the eccentric, unhinged ravings of people who have these unhealthy obsessions to actually take hold and dictate how our society will be structured. Because the simple fact is it just spreads irrational moral panic. It creates these bizarre obsessions. It really harms society. It sows division, filtering everything through these unhealthy, eccentric utterances 
And it's not a good thing. It's just not a good thing. We've got to get back into the real world where people wake up and recognize that this thing should not be a thing at all. And what makes me so frustrated and angry about all of this is that the New Zealand media actually propagated this. If they hadn't run those stories and acted in the irresponsible way that they have about this, because there's no public interest in this. It's not a real thing. It's nonsense. The fact that they ran those stories gave them a platform that they otherwise would not have had. If they hadn't run the story, it would have just been the eccentric ravings of a few people on Twitter, and it would have died a very quick and natural death. But they gave that fire oxygen. And I think that's something worth considering in all of this. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, live by goodness, truth and beauty, not by lies. And I will see you next time on The Dispatches. On the Clock is brought to you by Left Foot Media. Support our important independent media work at patreon.com forward slash leftfootmedia with just $5 or more per month and you'll receive exclusive access to our full-length patrons-only episode of the Dispatches podcast every single week. That's patreon.com forward slash leftfootmedia. Link is in the show notes. Listener.